0: Live Smackdown Podcast from the shadows Split Doing the damn thing WWE It's a good job Smackdown emanated from Manchester, New Hampshire Last night Fun show uh, <laughs> Start off with K.O. and uh, Dolph Ziggler getting into it Following up on this story From last week Where they couldn't uh, get along in that tag team matchup so um you know these guys had their brawl outside KO kind of, well I would say he started it in a way I think Dolph was getting an interview from the lovely Caleb Braxton and um yeah it just broke down once Kevin Owens pulled up and you know blowing his horn all obnoxious and stuff and, uh, yeah, this, uh, started out, we had a brawl, then KO Lip got busted, it's pretty crazy looking. And then the show starts off and he's in the arena, and, uh, is that how we started it? We started with somebody, part of me. But, um, I think we were starting off the show with Shane O'Mac, the best in the world. And this is where KO interrupted. Oh, wait, oh man, who started off? Was it KO? Either way Oh no, we started off the show normally Pardon me, now we got it now We started off the show normally And uh, Kevin Owens came out of nowhere And was, uh, you know, doing the yelling bit But essentially this was, uh, you know A modern day pipe bomb With, uh, you know, KO Trying to air out Shane McMahon this time As opposed to, uh, what is it, Phil uh, Trying to you know air out the product it was it was uh it was good as far as you know having it more directed at something relevant to the product you know as opposed to trying to attack the business practices i guess but um yeah it was good ko is perfect for the part this solidifies him as a face you know, officially, I knew how I said before I was in a was it takes some getting used to with KO being a face, but you know we I, well, I've always had faith in him to be able to play the role. It was just him jumping in new day, like man, this 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 just got the feel of a hill turn, clearly and obviously. But either way, uh, good opening. KO going ham. On the microphone, just saying all kinds of things about how uh, some people, apparently in the WWE Universe, uh, don't want to see him. Now, we all know, it's been very clear that, uh, you know, it's been the Shane McMahon show for uh, the past couple of weeks, maybe months. I don't really uh, keep up with the dates like that. We just go week to week here, and whoever gets the TV time. Is who earned the TV time now inside a storyline? You know, uh, Ko trying to be the voice for backstage and the voice of the crowd again. More baby face stuff. That's what's up. It's a good look for him. And uh, the, the idea uh, was for Shane to come out, and you know these guys haven't had a. Great matchup before in the Hell in a Cell. Oh man, it was wild. I believe Sami Zayn saved KO from catching that elbow drop. But um, either way, uh, KO got his mic cut. Shano, after he came out, and uh, KO grabbed another microphone and he cut that mic. And Shano heads over to the tech area. and uh, you know, Kevin Owens grabs Byron Saxton's uh, headset and he starts talking into that. Very, very cool stuff. All, always uh, shout out to the tech area and WWE Digital and all the rest of that. Like they, they help bring us the awesome product each and every week. Be mad at it if you like. I mean, there's certain superstars that uh, clearly uh, want the TV time and are figuring out what to do in order to get it. You know, the, the opportunities are clearly there. And if uh, if whoever's in charge of the storylines are, are thinking that Shane is probably the most capable in the moment to carry a storyline or to help carry a storyline to get certain superstars over, then that's just what it is. Uh, going about it, you know lashing out and you know just throwing a temper tantrum in so many senses is uh, not really the way to get your opinion heard. You'll be uh, you'll be heard but will you'll be listened to. you know like that's that's really the way that I like to do things. This is why and the way I advocate because maybe just maybe uh, my ideas one day would be good enough to make it too creative. I mean, hey, they're a the dream, right? Some people uh, would rather go about attacking the product in the fashion that Kevin Owens did. And I'm just speaking like we know that, uh, you know, uh, backstage creative and those in charge uh, try to use the WWE superstars at times to, you know, speak for them. And I mean, in this sense, just, you know, uh, letting them letting the crowd know like I right, we, we see uh, uh, discontent. And we'll do what we can You know, some, some fans feel entitled Some superstars feel like they deserve the shot to go out there and do their thing And I'm not really uh, in charge of how it goes But, uh, you know, it's <laughs> It was something that, you know, maybe could be paid attention to more But we'll see uh, How the Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon storyline uh, redevelops uh, I don't know if we can harken back to their old match uh, outside of just saying they had one because the storyline might have been different. We haven't seen Sami Zayn on TV for a couple of weeks, also, so maybe there could be a thing with that. Uh, we don't know though because Sami Zayn's... Uh, I mean, I really wouldn't. I don't know. Like I think KO is doing just fine on his own right now. Let him let him continue to do the babyface thing and you know really evolve and you know, be in that character because outside of storyline we here tell that's what he wants to do. So more power to him. All in all good segment. Sorry for just uh you know uh just going on with that. But this is pretty much the the takeaway from the segment. I thought it was a good way to open up SmackDown, had a cool brawl, then had a crazy moment, security comes out chasing KO uh out of the arena. And that was the last we saw him until later on. But either way, like I said, good opening segment. I believe next up, we got uh, the Intercontinental Champion, Finn, taking on Shinsuke Nakamura, which is, like, wow. Good to see Shin on TV, right? Yep, so we haven't seen Finn for a while. We haven't seen uh, Shinsuke for a long while. So it was... uh, it was a definitely welcomed uh, matchup. Uh, not new faces, but definitely was a newer match in WWE. Just of how, how the chips have fallen with that. And uh, it was a good match. Shinsuke looked great out there. We all know Finn is great. Uh, they clearly have had matches in the past before, you know. But as far as inside of the WWE universe, man, that was one that I was excited to see. And um, they both didn't disappoint. We were all really interested in seeing Shinsuke's uh, form of offense. We all know he's the king of strong style. We know he comes uh, with the you know, with the thunder, with each of his strikes. So, uh, like I was thinking to myself last night watching, we know that Shinsuke and Sami Zayn did have an awesome match back at NXT. So, maybe they can uh, really, like, finish definitely... You know around that same level and I'm you know I don't really know the athletic capability you know but it's like I think the, I think Shinsuke and Finn could put on a good match just like Sami Zayn and Shinsuke put on a good match and I think since it's on the main roster now you know maybe we could try our hand at a storyline maybe uh, you know maybe this starts building up toward a good, uh, good wow. Pardon that. That wasn't me. I have no clue why that truck just decided to do that. But anyway, um, yeah, all in all, it was a good match. One of the top five moves of the evening for me. That uh, that sliding German. And he slid un- in between uh, Finn's legs out of the ring, and uh, had Finn fall into a German suplex. It was really, really cool. Good stuff from Shin. He's uh, of course looking like he's having fun doing this thing, but then it's also like he's, you know, Shinsuke is doing more. He feels more artisty, if it will, if you will. But I'm, uh I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm hoping to see, uh good things from these two uh, moving forward, or maybe there won't be any match at all after this. But we'll see. Uh, could be, uh you know, intercontinental championship uh, rivalry, which. I'm not opposed to it at all. So, uh, good segment all in all. And let's move on into the next one. I believe it's uh, the contract signing with uh, Nikki Cross and Bailey, Because Alexa Bliss, uh, inexplicably in storyline, just hasn't been on the shows. So, um, this would give to the idea that, uh, you know, she's using Nikki Cross and such like that. So, these ladies come on out and... Boy, oh boy, it was, uh, things got a little heated, you know. They uh, definitely did uh, their thing. Bailey was definitely the cooler head and was trying to give her some uh, words of advice and wisdom. And it's like, man, I don't nobody know if uh, they really trying to do well. lot. Like, you know, Bailey is definitely a certain character. And uh, do we really want to see her, you know trying to give advice like nah let's just go into the fight you know trying to tell Nikki Cross like hey uh you know Alexa's using you and how you gonna feel when she turns on you which was a pretty good question uh just to really push the storyline uh you know forward with Nikki Cross and uh, Alexa Bliss and we will see how it all turns out but um yeah, it was, you know, just a good signing. They had the good back and forth. Uh, barely ended very well. And it's, and when she signed the name, it seemed as if, like, she had a very good upper hand in the promo battle. But Nikki went, and her little play timeline, that part, look, I'm not even going to, I'm going to watch my language. But, uh, yeah, that was great. Like just the way she uh, built to it. And then, you know, let that line off was like, oh, it was uh, unexpected to the crowd that doesn't really know too much about her. So, uh, yeah, I thought it was cool. Very, very pleasant surprise uh, to see her get into that part of her character. I'm just uh, just ready to see how this matchup goes at this point uh, between. Uh, Bailey, Alexa Bliss, and Nikki Cross this Sunday at Extreme Rules, streaming live, live all the way live on the WWE Network. Right, so Nikki Cross uh, has her, you know, moment with Bailey, talking all of that, and uh, has a great line, and gets uh, gets into the ring with Carmella next. They have a good match. Uh, Nikki Cross picks up the victory and. You know, definitely has the momentum in her favor along with Alexa Bliss this Sunday uh, at Extreme Rules. So that's not bad. Next up was the uh, tag team summit between the new day, uh, the new Daniel Bryan and Rowan, the planet's tag team champions, and uh, Heavy Machinery. A lot of back and forth, a lot of argument. You know, but, or New Day and Damien Ryan with Rowan, you know they <laughs> look. These guys are top level tag teams. The Tag division is heating up. I keep on saying it. I'm, I'm just watching, and I'm uh, very happy with the with the product as far as that goes. You know, they they going back and forth talking. about well, DB calling out how uh, how these guys like to play around, they made the tag division a joke. You know, was uh, called out Big Red, my man Rowan, just to uh, see what he could do, and they called out how Rowan just followed everybody. You know, and what is he saying? Trying to figure out who his daddy is, and haha. <laughs> I thought that was uh, pretty comical for a couple of reasons that I just rather not even get into. <laughs> but um, yeah, this uh, you know definitely route rolling up. Heavy Machinery uh, came out. Same thing, you know. Cut their promo. Took a cut-eye promo. Oh, this was right there for them. Uh, They're they good at it, you know. Keep on, keep on doing it. You know what I mean? And build that muscle. It's just how it goes, you know. Just, uh, you know, it's a good matchup. So uh, I believe they had a, what was it, a tag team match, which turned into a triple threat, and um, I believe Heavy Machinery picked up the victory. I believe it was uh, half of the compactor, one of those uh, splashes that uh, Tucker hit on... uh, Was it Daniel Bryan for the victory? Uh, It was either way. Uh, Very good match. We're going to see how uh, things go at Extreme Rules with these guys. But I definitely did... uh, their, Their opening segment was really something to continue pushing the tag team division forward. Like, that was... That that was something to keep you interested in the teams. So we're gonna see how things go on Sunday, and uh, let's get on into the next segment. Right. So since Kevin Owens was ejected from the building, him and uh, uh, Roman Reigns went at it. Now Kevin Owens and uh, Dolph Ziggler was supposed to. Pardon me. Dolph Ziggler and Roman Reigns went at it. What they were scheduled to. Uh, Kevin Owens was ejected from the building by security, clearly, but they were supposed to have he was supposed to have a match with Dolph Ziggler in the main event of the evening, but that got cancelled by the best in the world, because you know, uh, again Kevin Owens is, you know he acted out as upset as he was, and everyone I guess can is entitled to have a gripe or two you know, and he does what he you know, he said everything you need to say, we're trying to be a company man, and you know, all of that stuff. And now he's, like, being nice guys and gotten him anyway. So, he's showing that spark, you know. And, I mean, his match got canceled for it. So, we'll see. Like I said, we'll see how it develops. Uh, Ziggy and Roman went at it. You know, good match. Not mad at it at all. Um, Shane O'Mac ringside for it all. You know, just uh, trying to... Uh, keep Roman busy and tired so he calls and it's like well uh we'll see how uh, tired he is on Sunday and uh we'll see uh how the WWE Universe responds to that win well if Roman was to be able to pull out that win with The Undertaker in Philadelphia um uh, outside of storyline we all know how it is with Roman in Philly um Shane has gotten an immense amount of heat from the crowd. And um, I'm... I I said it a couple of weeks back. I figured that this whole beef with Shane, you know, having to go through Miz and eventually going through Roman and stuff like that, it's like... I think this is really a way just to uh, you know, get, get Roman to look good and have the WW Universe cheer for him. Now, this saw all falling on, uh, on Extreme Rules in Philly. You know, this could be where, you know, Roman does, you know, pick up the big victory and how will the crowd react to it? You know, like, got Taker with him. Shane has a lot of heat right now from the crowd to the extent that even, uh, you know, Kevin Owens is yelling at people through commentary. <laughs> You know about uh, what the WWE universe wants and doesn't want to see. So um, I mean, it's I don't want to call it a gamble, but it's definitely one of those uh, sixty-five thirty-five type deals. And yeah. we'll we'll see. I think it's been built very well up to this point, and uh, I'm excited for the outcome on Sunday uh, at Extreme Rules, streaming live on the WWE Network. Uh, I'm, I'm pulling for Roman, you know, as far as just getting a good reception goes. Uh, we all know Undertaker doesn't, well, he wasn't happy about how things went at Saudi Mania 3. So, you know, he's back in the ring. Everything is falling directly into place. So, uh, let's, I see I, happy Independence Day or happy Independence Day weekend if you enjoyed it, if you celebrate that sort of thing. But, uh, yeah, we about to see some fireworks, baby, and, I'm definitely here for it. So, uh, let's, that was the main event of SmackDown Live. So, yep, yeah, good show. And uh, we arrived from SmackDown Live to 205, where we had an opening of, an uh, opening match of who was it? Sunil Singh taking on the Brian Kendrick. Good match. Nice back and forth. You could see that these guys are actually being positioned as serious competitors on the 205 Live roster. Like, yeah, there's, there's jokes here and there, but at the end of the day, these guys can all go in the ring. And I'm just really glad that, you know, this is being, like, displayed more often, especially with these guys. Like, they, they're taking a the little Bosker gimmick, and they're making something of it. I don't really know. I don't check... Uh there's social media like that but um hey if they're getting responses from people <laughs> then that's awesome if not it's hilarious for storyline you know just you know just pretty funny but um all in all I'm I, I like what we're seeing with him and uh, Brian Kendrick was able to pick up the victory with the captain took real fast real easy uh, I believe that match was almost... Uh, well, part of the match... Wait, was it? Oh, the Bollywoods... How did this happen? Because they was going to ruin the show. Either way, they was having they was having the match. And Mike Kanellis interrupted saying he's going to ruin the show. And uh, he comes out and he's trashing the place. He's acting like uh, an immature kid. You know? That couldn't get what he wants So now he's just going to uh, Go crazy and have a temper tantrum Unnecessarily So because of this little uh, Beef him and Drake Maverick have been uh, Developing throughout the past Couple of weeks and uh, You know I'm not mad at it Drake tried to tell him You know like look you can't act like that I understand that Chip said He has been uh, Sidelined with the 24-7 championship Shenanigans you know, but uh, You know, it's uh, It was, I think it was a well-placed segment When I'm telling him, like, look, you can't do that He's still the manager of the show And he's gonna have to fine him for all of that You know, all of those actions Like, it's I think the, the It could be much worse You know, so uh, Just take what you gotta Take in stride and yeah, like take certain hits. So yeah, I know when take certain hits on the chin. And that and that—that's what I would uh, tell Mike Kanellis. Uh You know, in in that situation, like you can't act out like that. Like that's just too much. Like, great inside a storyline, though. You know, but the moral of the story to all of the kids watching in the crowd, type shit, don't be, don't throw tantrums and trash things if you don't get your way. So. Uh, that was good stuff. Um, we got well. We had Tazawa save D. Brian Kendrick from the Bollywood Boys, beating up on him after the match. And um, in the main event, we had Only Larkin taking on Davari, and a full count anywhere match. No holds barred. I think it was no holds barred. Good stuff. Warmed everybody up for Extreme Rules you know, as everybody excited in so many I thought it was a really, really uh, good match. Only Lorcan got the heavier hits. So Only Lorcan got more points to me. Uh crazy spots with the chairs, back body drop onto the chairs after Only Lorcan set more up. Uh, two spots with the tables, the the Manchester crowd was definitely they were white hot. They were into the matches, you know, and they were fairly vocal when they wanted to be. So I was, I was very happy to see uh, all of that stuff take place like the way it did. And um, yeah, I believe uh, the double table spot uh, with what move was that? I think it was a superplex that only uh, delivered to Divari. Very good, giant superplex, two tables. One, two, three finish. Only threw his shoulder up a little fast, but uh, I mean, it it just added to the match if you're not looking at it like, oh no, they made a mistake because it's whatever. So, um, good stuff. So that's uh that was SmackDown Live. That was 205. Uh shouts to everybody that brings you the podcast each and every week. Uh, Thanks for listening, and uh, thank you, WWE, for another awesome week in sports entertainment. Can't wait to Extreme Rules this Sunday. So, I will catch you guys sometime around then. Peace.